Hello everyone and welcome to the final episode of season two of Tea for Two. I'm Abby and as always I'm joined with the lovely Claudia and today we're going to be doing a little wrap-up special for the season and for our first year of university. Gosh it's been a year hasn't it? (laughs) Yeah it's been a long long old year but I'm happy to report that we've both passed so we're officially professionally oh I can speak they shouldn't have let me pass we're officially (laughs) second years we do love that for us I'm still yet to get one of my final results back for my open exam but it doesn't matter because I've passed anyway which is great so we love that we love that it's good and I'm 25% done because I'm on a four-year course with a year in industry Ah, <laughs> I mean, I'm 33.33333% done. So <laughs> I want up you a bit there. How did you find your open exams? Were they okay? You know what? I didn't hate them. So no. the way it's structured for my course is you usually get a choice of five essay questions. And then out of the five, you need to pick two. And they're usually tops a thousand words which is mm. quite short I think it doubles in second year yay oh I know and then you have 24 hours to write them I liked having the option um purely because I feel like my degree is quite diverse yeah so really. that sort of allowed me to pick the areas that actually really interest me and then I liked having 24 hours because I work better in the afternoons and not having to sort of wake up really early at 8am and then get myself to a hall and do the exam there, I think really helped. But then that also meant that I spent way more time than I should have on the exam. Yeah. Because they say they recommend like five hours. But let's be honest. <laughs> That's just when the you have referencing. 20, yeah. <laughs> when you have 24 hours to like proofread something and make sure that it's up to standard. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. See, I'm the opposite. So I like getting up early and starting my work early. But my 24 hour open exam started at 11. I'd already been up for like five. Six oh, mine starts at nine. Night. I know. I see. I would have rather than 9 a.m. start 100% because I'm already tired by the time it actually starts and by the time we get the questions. But we also got about five questions, 2,000 word essay, but we only had to do one of them. So like it cancelled out, right? Yeah. But yeah, I spent so long on it. It's a problem. And I still didn't like it when it was done, which is the most annoying thing. You know, when you're working so hard for like 24 hours straight and then you just hate the final product. Yeah, that was me. (laughs) But it's fine. It's over now. I haven't got my results. So could have done really bad. But if I did well, then that's a good thing. And I know for next time. Yeah. And to be fair, my department's quite good with feedback. Yeah, same, to be fair. Quite helpful. Um, and it's always really satisfying when you do an essay and then you get something wrong and you fix it next time. And then in the feedback, it was actually one of the things you did well. <laughs> Don't get me started <laughs> because, no, that never happens for me. Never. It's always just like something really similar but different that I need to change next time. Oh, yeah, there's it's always fine. new problems that pop up. I'm not going to cry. I'm just really upset. But, yeah, overall... <laughs> overall it was okay I mean I'm not looking forward to my three day exam next year but it's fine yeah it's fine we'll take it as it comes I think it's not as awful as it sounds because if someone says you're going to have a 24-hour exam it sounds like you're gonna have to be working for 24 hours but realistically it can be done in five Mm. I'm just really extra about mine (laughs) yeah we're just perfectionists I think a good thing was the fact that we were both at home 
when we did mm. our exams. So accommodation is great, but I think it was really good being in my home environment. What did you think? Yeah, I think I would have done fine if I was at uni. It probably would have required some meal prep, but there was something about mm-hmm. being able to just work uninterrupted and then have my wonderful, wonderful mother <laughs> bring me sustenance. <laughs> Literally, yeah. It was pretty good. And I liked also the option of being able to go to different rooms. Yeah. Because yes. it really helps me like, when I'm taking a break from study, for example, even with revision, just changing physical scenery because then it's like your brain saying okay well we work at this desk but then we go and chill out in this other room and I think that won't be as bad next year yeah but oh, conservatory I know oh, I'm so excited <laughs> but you don't really have that option when you're in halls no it's because I I don't know how much caffeine I was on during my 24-hour exam but I was having cup of tea after cup of tea and I feel like being at uni and having to do treks back and forth from the kitchen and juggling all my stuff back to my room and with all the the kids that are screaming outside my room all the time I don't think I'd be able to cope I'm not gonna lie no because the family accommodation in Halifax is super cute until you're trying to get something done and there's about 15 kids screaming bloody murder outside yeah during the day it's the kids and then at night it's the students so you just it's slightly bigger kids <laughs> true yeah I think at, like as a whole Halifax accommodation has been really good and I have really enjoyed being out of the way of the uni but also close enough to walk there maintenance have been really good as well mm-hmm. I have to say except for when our oven broke and no one came to fix it oh, we were just out an oven, oven for days and days but it's fine other than that they're super cute like when they came to change our shower heads he was so lovely even though you were still asleep when he came I know see that's the thing okay I'm going to work on it because I really want to be a morning person and I can be if I have to be but right now I don't have to be a morning person so me being up before nine doesn't usually happen and nine's when maintenance comes yes but they also it's it's the fact that they don't tell you when okay so when you're in university accommodation, you'll get an email that says, this week, commencing, insert date, maintenance will be coming through to wash your shower heads, or maintenance will be coming through to do a check of the fire safety in your flats. But you don't know what day. So you spend the whole week, if you're like Abby, yeah. <laughs> waking up really early to make sure that maintenance doesn't catch you in pyjamas, which is what they always do to me but it's fine yeah well it's because my pajamas aren't like your pajamas so I get really hot when I sleep I don't know what it is but I'm boiling in my room at the minute so I sleep in like short shorts and a vest and I don't really think that like 40 year old bald Jeremy from maintenance is gonna want to <laughs> see me in the morning looking like a mess so so yeah I feel like I have to be awake and ready I usually keep my outfit for the next day on my chair because I pick it up that before and I usually sleep in something and a t-shirt or just a t-shirt depends on how hot it is <laughs> and so I just you hear the knock because they can't open it if you lock your door from the inside maintenance can't actually break in unless they get their tools out and they won't do that so you'll get a knock say oh 
coming. And then you have about 10 seconds to throw a pair of trousers on, open your <laughs> curtains and chuck your hair down so you don't know like you've been asleep. And then they just See, sort of come in, they do their thing and they leave. I sleep with my hair down. So I have to chuck my hair really? up. When, yeah. Because I swear if you sleep with your hair up, isn't it meant to like break your hair? No, it's the opposite. So are you sure? It damages your hair anyways. The best way of sleeping is actually with your hair off of your pillow. So like you pull your pillow towards you when you're in bed. So there's like a little trench in between the pillow and your headboard. And then you're supposed to put your hair in a really like low pony in there. I did not know that. But I don't do that. Mine goes in a bun because if it's loose then it's more likely to get caught like in the sheets and stuff and then break that's weird I, I didn't on know Instagram. that I thought it was the other way see I think you're meant to sleep with silk pillows right and at home I have yeah. silk pillows because mm-hmm. it's meant to be bad for your hair I do that I mean yeah. my hair's fine I'm getting it done when I get back home everyone I'm so excited I'm not oh. going to dark hair anymore I'll look less like Claudia which is great excuse genuine- me no, we look like twins, bro. We both have dark hair. We sound the same. People are not going to be able to tell us apart. I know. I never realised this until someone pointed it out the other day. And apologies for the motorbike that's going past, if you can hear it. <laughs> but sometimes people can't tell us apart in a podcast. Yeah. Because we sound so similar. And I I'm so sorry. Do. do we? Let us know. Yeah, please let us know. Do we sound the same? <laughs> Do I sound like Abby? Please I tell me I don't. hope not for your sake. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say. Yeah. So I'm getting my hair done. I'm also getting my vaccination done when I get back Ooh. home, which is exciting. The pandemic is getting somewhat better. I mean, you know, people are getting vaccinated. We're, we're over 18s now. So claps to the government. We love yeah. that. And if you're in York this week, you can actually grab a jab. I saw mm-hmm. Patrick O'Donnell, the UC president, post about it on Twitter yesterday. And there's a whole list of places where you can just pretty much rock up and get a spare vaccine because they're just trying to get young people vaccinated as soon as possible to stop cases from rising, which I think is a great idea. Frankly, I would have vaccinated university students ages ago. Mm, Yeah, especially the amount I can hear them partying underneath my bedroom. Yeah. It seems like they're going at it. That's a COVID party. Yes. It's been so good in York, to be fair. I think they have done a great job with the pandemic it's just so annoying so recently a lot more people are having to isolate in York and at the uni which means that some of the really good bars and like food places they've opened are having to shut so the lakeside tap for people that don't know is like little gazebo drinking area by the lake at York uni and it's so cute and we love going there for a little pims don't we Claudia oh we do it's great highly (laughs) recommend yeah, but they've had to close because people are isolating, which is really sad. Yeah, but... basically all of stuff. But I think that's happening in even just places in the city centre. All the students that would normally work at it are now isolating. And yeah. they're also short-staffed. And there's, I mean, term technically finished yesterday. Yeah, so we're done, done. First we're done, is, done. Like, out the window, smashed out of the park. Yeah, it's, it's quite worrying. It is quite concerning that all these people are isolating but to be fair we've still been able to eat out a fair bit haven't we yeah knock on wood yeah some (laughs) touch words yeah hopefully we're going out again soon because we love food but what would you say was your favorite food place we've been to so far oh it's a tricky one 
It's a really tricky one. There's really great places um, to be out in York. And I, we haven't mm-hmm. really even been to half, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But there's an Italian restaurant in Warngate called Il Paradiso del Cibo. And I'm sorry, I wasn't going to butcher it. It, <laughs> it translates to food paradise. And it's Ooh. amazing. So it looks like you're stepping into a tiny restaurant in a little village somewhere in Italy. And the food is really good. And 10 out of 10 would recommend it. Cozy Club was also really yep. good. Um, Dusk does really good cocktails. I think probably those are I was going to get annoyed. I was like, if you steal my one, I'm going to throw hands because I love... If you ever come on a trip to York, you've got to go to Fancy Hanks because it is amazing. I took my dad and stepmom when they came up to visit me. They are obsessed it's so good. They do chicken and waffles, mac and cheese, burgers. What's the other thing you said they do and they're really famous for? So they do beignets, like the ones in Princess and the Frog. You know, the little things she's making at the beginning. And they're like small rectangular fluffy donuts dusted with icing sugar. And then they come with a little pot of Nutella and just dip them in. And they're warm. Oh, they're great. I mean, who wouldn't want that, right? I know. I, it's so good and their cocktails as well I had mm. the Georgia one really good with peach schnapps it's like a peach oh, I love peach schnapps it's really good um yeah I think we need to go back before we leave we've got Definitely. a week left we, we can fit that in somewhere oh we yeah can fit that in somewhere feels rude not to we've spoken about eating out but what about eating in we Where's did a lot of that away? when everything was we closed we did <laughs> we did do a lot of that yeah Mm, what's my favorite takeaway it's been hard to find a good fish and chips place it has I have to say um so if you have any recommendations for like York's best fish and chips place let us know because yeah I don't know they've been really greasy I feel like like I don't mind a greasy fish and chips but these were like next level it's like my hair if I haven't washed it in like a month (laughs) do you know what I mean it's just not been nice like I kind of expect fish and chips to be greasy. I kind of want it to mm. be greasy, but some of them are just like really sort of like greasy to the point it's soggy. Yeah, and no one wants a soggy chip. Yeah. So please, please tell us some good ones because we're really struggling yeah. out here. Uh, but actually, the Chinese we get is usually quite good. Regency Chinese. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed I that. I could, oh, no, we can't get a Chinese as much as I'd love to get one. I've I got know, too I much know. food in my freezer. No, I know. I need to eat. Uh, you liked yeah. Byron's as well, didn't you? Byron's was a really good burger. And to be fair, takeaway burgers are hard to mm. hard to do well because usually it just sort of gets like chucked about <laughs> on the way from the restaurant to your house and it's just a bit of a mess. Not as great as having it in an actual Byron's, but it was really good. See, it was the same that. with Wagamama's, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Because we had takeaway or delivery Wagamama's yeah. and oh my goodness, it just didn't hit the same. no. See, Wagamama's takeaway is just never that good. No. And I think it's because there's something about the atmosphere of the place and the fact that it has to be piping hot. I just, I don't know. There's just something about Wagamama's takeaway that doesn't cut it. Unpopular opinion, but my katsu was better. Mm, No, see, I'm a big fan of the starters of Wagamama's. So like... I've never had one. Oh, the chili squid. You'd hate it, but it's delicious. I would. (laughs) Abby doesn't eat seafood. No. Um, what else? Their karyagi. That's also super good. 
them steamed buns. Highly recommend the pork and panko apple. Ooh, that sounds quite nice. I know, actually. I know. They're good. They're good. So yeah, as you can tell, we like eating out and we like getting a takeaway in, but we seem to have a massive problem actually deciding where we want to go. Oh, it's so bad. It's, <laughs> it's a, oh. I'm not fussy at all. So I'm like the queen of I don't mind. And I feel awful when I say that, but it's, I genuinely, unless I'm craving something specifically, I'm really happy to just go wherever the other person wants to go. Cause yeah. I don't See, have a I am preference. picky, but equally, most places will have something that I will eat. So I'm also very much like, oh, where do you want to go? We'll just go where you want because I'll find something regardless of where we go. So, yeah, yeah we struggled a trend because it's an issue. <laughs> yeah, it really is. So we decided to make some takeaway roulette sticks, which was great fun. Yeah, it was pouring the other day. So we thought, you know what, let's do a little craft. And we got some tongue depressors so like the big wooden sort of like lollipop sticks that the doctor sticks in your tongue um and we painted them two colors but only half of them so we did some that were half glittery pink and some were the half sage green and the sage green ones are labeled with restaurants and have a rating at the back and the glittery pink ones are bars so if we need to pick a bar, we pick a pink stick. If we need to pick a restaurant, we do a green. Pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. But at least it helps in terms of making decisions because that way we can either take it out and be like, actually, no, <laughs> I don't want to go to the Lauda tonight or I don't want to go to Dust tonight or Revolution. Or maybe we can just pick it up and be like, actually, yeah, let's yeah. go. I'm excited for that next year. Side note, please drink responsibly if you are going to bars. Yes, please. <laughs> equally, it's a very good idea and I'm hoping it works out, but there's only two of us next year, so it mm-hmm. should, in theory, be easier yeah. to make a decision, but we shall see. And I reckon when we go out, we'll probably be going out with people anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll be Hopefully. good. But I promise we don't eat out all the time. <laughs> we actually cooked in a lot. And we did pretty well because it can get quite boring when you're cooking for yourself. You can get sort of stuck in a routine of cooking the same four or five dishes over and over, which to an extent I have done. I think we got quite creative. I mean, maybe not so much me, but that's (laughs) just because I love my chicken Kiev pasta that I've already raved about. So I'm not going to get into it. But I think that my favorite meal, my best meal by far, delicious. Yeah. And I've got so much food in my freezer. So note to people that are going home, don't do the three for 10 pounds deal on meats at Asda purely because it's a deal and you like getting a bargain. Because now I'm stuck here with a bucket load of chicken, so much <laughs> mince and enough to feed the 5,000. So it's great fun. Yeah, um, and it's also because you got struggle. stuck with a substitution that gave you even more chicken. Yeah, yeah, it's not fun, but it's fine. We'll get there. So yeah, if you're at the Uni of York and you need chicken. Yeah, if you need some meat, let me know. I can hook you up. (laughs) That could have been a really bad butcher's joke. So I can butcher's hook. Yeah, never mind. Sorry. No. (laughs) I shouldn't be allowed on it. I think one of the best (laughs) things I've, well, best thing I've baked was my cinnamon rolls. I need to make those again. But Kez's banana bread. 
Oh, Kez's banana oh. bread with the icing. Oh, people at home, listeners, tune in, sit, sit back and listen to this because <laughs> banana bread with icing, exceptional. It brings it to a whole new level. It's amazing. She got a bake-off box for Christmas. And one of the recipes was this really sort of fluffy banana bread with a simple buttercream on top. Oh. And it works so well. It does. So well. We've we've asked her to make it about five times since. Yeah. And with it's chocolate chips good. in it. Mm. You just got to have the chocolate yeah. chips in it. If you don't, if you don't have chocolate chips in your banana bread, then what are you doing? That's what I want to know. No, anyway. I agree. Chocolate chips just take it up an extra notch. Or if the next day you toast a slice and put Nutella on it. Yes. That's also the way to Definitely. Go. Maybe without the icing and be putting Nutella on it. Or do. Whatever floats your boat. YOLO, mix it up. Yeah. I mean, I'd say that was a highlight of my time at uni this year what would you say has been the best experience or the best thing that's happened to you during your first year at York gosh uh (laughs) no pressure I'm sorry for putting you on the spot here I just wanted to ask it because I didn't have an answer (laughs) it's it's a really tough one because there's been so many great things and obviously like joining URY and doing radio has been super cool um can I pick the last month? Because I, I think mean, that's I can't see why not the best time because we came back after we were done with exams. And so we had time to just go out and have the best time. We got to meet everyone in person. I think actually that was probably a highlight getting to meet all the people that I've been on Zoom calls for months with. Actually, see, that in was a low person. life for me. <laughs> that's too much stress I've not been used to social interaction I'm always always down for a pint (laughs) so if any of you listening want to meet up just ring me up or book a table at the Charles I'll also come but I will be socially awkward and like (laughs) try the whole time I'm socially awkward though I'm so socially awkward what do you mean yeah no so as choosy as it is highlight of this year actually getting to meet everyone very nice what about you no, don't because I'm I actually don't have, an spotlight. <laughs> I don't have a highlight. I actually, I do have a highlight. It was when we won best podcast last <laughs> night. <laughs> Thank you, Alice. We love you. Come so, on the show. For context, URY has its own internal awards at the end of award season because um, the student union at York holds a week's worth of awards where they recognize the best societies and media, sports all that jazz it's quite cool and URY like many other societies also does its own internal ones and they get a board with the current station manager hi Alice mm-hmm. the past <laughs> one Ben and Chess who's the current head of music and I believe used to be assistant station manager and they sort of sit down everyone in the society gets to send in nominations via a very snazzy google form and then they sit down they judge it and we all get on a call it's usually done in person but everyone's either isolating or at home this year or trying really hard not to catch covid because they need to go home soon yep and then you have a nice powerpoint and an awards night and they announce each category and the winners and t for two actually won best podcast 
yay we love that yeah. but I mean in all seriousness I'll, I'll give you like a a top three because I don't think I have one that uh, I can pick so Nesbra yeah Nesbra was, was really fun. good I really enjoyed that I'm not going to lie what else? I think we enjoyed it so much we even did a podcast episode about it so hey you did do it you should check out plugging <laughs> our own show that was last week's episode <sighs> okay. what else I think when we went to brunch for that first time when we came back that was really cute uh, yeah. I enjoyed that that was nice because the weather was immaculate was so good that was so fun I go to mass on Sundays and when I don't have anyone to go with Abby meets me after church and we usually go for I brunch do. in town and we went to the Cornish bakery and it was just the most perfect morning it was sunny a little bit breezy not too hot and we just got to sit watch the street performers I had a lovely cappuccino and a quiche I think you mm-hmm. had whatever but you were raving about it I that's think. it yeah, it was really nice it's really nice she's turned over highly recommend it was really <laughs> we sat outside great I've changed my mind by the way it's top four now because I thought oh, top four Go um on. my next one's a short one it's when I had my first sex on the beach since I was really young and you were all like Abby you need to stir it and I was it was a revelation I didn't realize and I stirred it it tasted really nice so now I've got an obsession with sex on the beach um <laughs> once again drink final, responsibly yeah drink responsibly and then my final one has got to be last night where our lovely flatmate Kez went up to security and boldly went don't you have flashlights <laughs> whilst we we'd been shuffling and singing and dancing the whole way home and then she just walks up to them and just blatantly asks them that it was it was really funny they, to be there they were stood very still and very quietly <laughs> in the middle of 22 acres at either end of the path so we were walking past them and I was thinking are these people going to like give us a pat down what are they looking yeah. for and then yeah just because went up to her she was like wait do you not have flashlights and then they had this full-on conversation with us about how we look dodgy oh yeah how they can't handcuff us right now because they've got to go do something else it's really weird we were there for a solid five minutes just to to do security guards and they were like oh I think you I think you look really dodgy and just pointing the flashlights (laughs) at us it sounds terrifying but it was quite funny. They had a really good sense so of humor. Funny. So they were just sort it of was, like egging us when, on. It was when he was like, or oh, when you said something like, oh, don't worry, I wouldn't run anyway. If I'd be a really bad criminal because I just no, wouldn't run. Yes. And he was like, don't worry, I wouldn't. I was like, legend. He was like, don't worry, I wouldn't either. Then I was like, okay, I promise. <laughs> I promise if I commit a crime, I I won't run so you can catch me. And so the other one looked at me. He was like, what's the, what's the crime? What's the last crime you've committed? And I was like, none. I'm, I'm a good girl I promise I promise <laughs> but yeah imagine, that's really good imagine someone just like confessing their crimes to security oh well actually I'm glad you asked so I robbed the bank <laughs> and I did this and then I did that and then I sold drugs and <laughs> oh, yeah so that's the highlights how about we talk about the flip side and some low lights of the year or oh, low lights um definitely second term purely because I felt a bit robbed (laughs) we (laughs) both stayed home which I think was the right thing to do but I really I mean can a pandemic be a low light because it was sort of a bummer I think we've been pretty lucky Mm. in the grand scheme of things yeah but it would have been really nice to have a normal freshers year um but 
I like that we have more highlights than lowlights because it means that we still made the best of it. Or are we just suppressing the memories and pretending it didn't happen? I mean, it's one or the other. I mean, I still have really fond memories of like the first lockdown. I think we did a pretty good job. Um, yeah. Yeah. Especially given we were in a house with people who we'd never met. Um, we weren't really like besties or anything because we we just What do you met. mean? We were besties like at first sight, right? Besties at first sight, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, my low light, I think it's pretty easy for me. It will have to be like the first week, week or two, because it was so hard. So I had work first week, whereas everyone else wasn't working. And I was nonstop doing readings. And then one of the readings was so impossible. I genuinely almost dropped out. It was that bad. It was that bad. But I spoke to the lovely stick, Gabby, and she was lovely. And I stayed. And obviously it was hard being away from home because my boyfriend was at home. My family was at home. I hadn't been away from them. But I mean, it's fine now. We're thriving. We live yeah. and learn. So yeah, I think that was my It was life. definitely an adjustment to start with. But you seem to be doing pretty well. I think we were adjusted. <laughs> I'm a good actor. YSTV <laughs> signed me up. <laughs> I'm excited for next year. I think... Mm-hmm. it'll be cool I'm kind it's of be sad fun. summer is so long is that is that weird it's weird it's weird yeah, it's fine I'm gonna come up to London and we're gonna go to the Natural History Museum yes we are and it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun <laughs> oh and that bar with a ball pit in it yes 100% I want to go play in a ball pit yep it's <laughs> it's really fun there's a bar upstairs and then I can't remember what it's called I think it's called like something bubbles or something like that I don't know um, ask Lara she might know yeah Lara probably knows and and I have it saved somewhere because I've only found it during the pandemic when it was shut. Oh, but yeah, it's a bar upstairs, and then downstairs it's like this massive ball pit dance floor situation, and oh. the all the balls are clear, but they have neon lights going through it. It's really cool. It sounds amazing. And then, gosh, next time we record a podcast, we'll we'll be in a be in the studio. Yeah, completely different environment, studio or even just our house yeah. I'll miss Halifax I'll, I'll miss too. the views I might cry when I leave I'm not gonna lie which oh, is no. really sad of me because like I'm not actually sad I just cry at everything yeah me too but it's just really it's a really nice college yeah it definitely really is nice. shout out to the man in reception who's always so lovely to me oh I know I, I need to get his name because he is actually super super lovely he we is. always have a little chat about my parcels <laughs> It's because I go and collect parcels for everyone I know in ISO. So mm-hmm. I'm just back and forward, back and forward. And it's always food parcels, which is so heavy. And he gives me the little trolley to take them with, which is so Aww. cute. It's yeah. cute. So, do the reception. You know who you are. You're yeah, a legend. We love you. So, I mean, I think to round round the episode up, we should talk about what lessons we've learned over the years. Yeah. I think that's a good point to leave it at. I think you've definitely learned not to buy too much meat. <laughs> yeah and I think this year I've just learned how much work I actually need to put into university Mm because I think first time I was so burnt out I completely overdid it and yes results were good but it wasn't worth it and so in second term I managed to like fine-tune it and finally by the time exams rolled around I felt like I'd struck a better balance between the amount of work I'd do and then still getting good results because it's so easy to get so sucked in. Um, mm. And it's also easy to do the opposite. So it's just yeah. having to find like, okay, how much 
work do I have to put into each module because some of them are a lot easier than others because you enjoy the topic or whatever and so yeah just pacing myself really yeah I think I've learned to be less nice (laughs) and not travel on a train to go to a flatmate's party because you thought oh that would be nice just for them to not talk to you the entire time you're there so I think that's what I've learned this year I'm just a little bit but it's fine what else have I learned oh to decorate your room a lot because Kez has a really nicely decorated room and I thought oh I don't need that much stuff oh and to buy a fairy light wall when you're decorating your room because honestly lighting buy a fairy light curtain battery powered because you'll learn that when you're doing the fire Mm -hmm, safe (laughs) and then buying those wall safe um command decoration hooks I think that's what they're called they're tiny they're like half an inch and they just about fit the fairy lights but you can't see them when they're up on the wall and this is very visual because Abby can see me looking at them and pointing yeah she's giving me a full presentation right now (laughs) such a good zoom background as well because I know next year even though most things will be back in person they'll still be that blend between online and in person and I'm not mad about that. You know, I'm really not mad. No, it means you can sleep in. <laughs> not that I sleep in anyway. <laughs> oh. I mean, I think that's about it. That's the end of season two. We've done two seasons of this. If you're still here and you're still listening, we love you. Thank you so really? much. And don't you worry, there will be season three. It's going to be weird not recording a podcast every it single is. week now. And actually... This has been a highlight itself. I, I know I said yeah. you was a highlight, and then this falls within it. It's been one really cool to be able to keep in touch with you on a Zoom call weekly mm-hmm. during the pandemic. I think that really yeah, helped. It's a low light. We were... <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? So rude. Oh. No, honestly, I'm very happy with this year. I've met some really nice people. Aww. Some less so nice. Not mean, though. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> no, I didn't mean you. I didn't mean you. So it's just been really nice. I've made new friends, which is always a good thing, especially when COVID's a thing and you're going to uni like in the middle of a pandemic. You you get scared that you're not going to meet anyone, but it's been great. I've been blessed yeah. with nice flatmates. You find your ways. Exactly. And so, yeah, yeah, societies have been great. Yeah. Shout out Lucy. Great social the other day. It was a really good social, actually. Lucy Cooper, if you're listening, you're a good social. <laughs> That's it. Season two. That's, That's a wrap. wrap jinx oh my gosh that was so cool no see you next year